Hi, Frank. Hey, Mitch. Thank you so much for asking. It's really uh, kind of you to do that and acknowledge my career. I really appreciate it. And I'm, I'm so happy to be on with you because I'm hoping you can give me some advice. <laughs> on what? <laughs> I have no on what? nothing you know to what my, offer. You know what my long-term goal is that I've never uh, gotten to is writing a book. Ah. I need you to teach me how to write a book, how to get started, man. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll we'll start at 9 a.m. on Monday, and we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, within a few weeks, you'll have it down. It takes at least two yeah, weeks right. to become a good novelist. What's it going to be called, yeah, Frank? I, I, uh, how to yeah, line up your you, fourth putt? What would you call your book? <laughs> what would I call my book? <laughs> it might be something to do with three putts. I don't know. <laughs> So now, once you made the decision, I think all of us who, who are still working always wonder this of people who have made the decision to say, okay, I'm going to step away from it. What, was it relief, happiness, uh, regret, you know, a, a sense of ease? What, what have the emotions been like from the time you said you were going to leave until your, your actual, you know, coming up final broadcast? You know, it's funny, funny you should bring that up, Mitch, because when it, when it first happened, it was like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready to make the move. And then as time went on afterwards, and you start hearing from people, and, you know, we're going to miss you, and that we're, we really don't want you to go for the listeners, and you, you start to have second thoughts about it. And uh, you, I think you've really got to guard against that as an individual, because you've made your plan, you made your decision. Now go with it, you know? Right. You're right about that. You have been here since the early 70s. So you have a unique perspective on radio over essentially 50 years. What has changed about both the the medium itself and how it's used and this station and how it's used? Well, the station uh, had a lot more variety in programming uh, back in the day when I came aboard. You know, we had Carl Haas with Adventures in in Great Music and and Mike Worth with Kaleidoscope, and they went into great detail on yeah, in-depth things. Uh, and, you know, we had J.P. McCarthy on, and then there were entertainers on the air as well playing music. And we've, we've moved away from that, as I think much of radio has, and gone more into the talk format. And uh, I, I think we've done okay with it as a radio station. It's different than when I got there, that's for sure, because uh, the talk that was on the air back then was not ideologically based for the most part. It was it was simply talking about, uh, you know, what was going on in the city and things like that and, and uh, didn't have a, a viewpoint. And I think that's what's changed more than anything else is viewpoints have been allowed on the air more. And and overall, I think it's really healthy. I mean, whether, look, you come further from the left than I come, than I do. And there's no secret about that. It's no big deal. There's room for both of us, right? There's yeah. room for different ideas. And that's that's what I think the real key to the radio station's success has continued to be is that variety. Mm. Has it gotten angrier over the years? Oh radio? yeah, absolutely, no doubt. I, I think I think our nation's gotten angrier, and I think we're just a reflection of that. I don't think we're an outlier at all. Mm. How about gathering news, Frank? When you start, and Frank, I'm gonna miss uh, talks every day, so I, I, I'm gonna miss you, Frankie. How um, yeah. was gathering news when you first started? To now, man, the way we gather information when you came into job, was everything like printed out? Because there wasn't any cable, wasn't any, you know. Well, KB, what you printed out back then was what you printed out. You typed it. You had a typewriter. That was it. The paper went right through there, and as you typed it, the letters went on the uh, on the piece of paper, and then you pulled it out and read it because, you know, there was no internet back then. There there was no uh, there was no connection to all these different uh, sources of news. You had the wire services, and we had the you know the AP machine was just typing away and putting the stories out left and right. And then you had to go in and rewrite from that on your typewriter. So it's it's completely different now. And I got to say, 
while in some ways it's more difficult, it's more complicated, I should say, it, it also is, I think, uh, a, a great advantage because I think it gives all of us in the business a, a greater grasp of what's going on in the world, an opportunity to get more news. Of course, sports was a huge part of your career, and I think there are a lot of people out there that would probably say their favorite part of Frank Beckman broadcasting was football games uh, because you were exceptionally good at it. Uh, what has changed in that industry, and, and how, how much did you miss that when that stopped for you? Well, that was, you know, there's no doubt I, I miss doing the games and miss being there. You miss the action, Mitch. You know that. You've been uh, to enough games and uh, covered enough big events that uh, you just you get this, this charge, this exhilaration, this adrenaline rush just from being there at some of these. And uh, I'll never forget it. In fact, I know we're going to play tomorrow the final play of the Michigan Rose Bowl win in 1997 over Washington State that won Lloyd Carr the national title. And, uh, you know, it, I, I was prepared for it. I was ready for it. And that's why the last line was always, Michigan has realized its destiny and won the national championship in the Rose Bowl. I, I wish I could say that was off the top of my head, but it wasn't. It was totally <laughs> planned. <laughs> That's right. Neil Armstrong planned his line, too, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. And still blew it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, sports, is, uh, uh, sports has also changed. I mean, the relationships oh. that, that radio guys had, I think, with athletes back in the day, and especially baseball players and guys like that has changed. It's gone from collegial and, you know, hanging out with them to adversarial and uh, particularly radio, which is, is kind of hated by a lot of athletes now because most of radio is sports talk radio and sports talk radio tends to be pretty angry and, and pretty tough on teams, especially if they're not winning. I'm sure you witnessed sure. all that in the sports world too. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, Mitch, it wasn't like that when we started the no. first uh, sports rap show before you came aboard doing sports at JR. That's where right. you started there. Right. And uh, it, and I remember doing the show one night when – you remember when Dave Rosema years and years ago got in that fight with John Castino from the right. uh, Twins right. uh, after he threw at him, and uh, Castino charged him, and, uh, and Rosema went after him and tried to kung fu kick him and tore up his knee. So, so I was doing the sports talk show, the, uh, the WJR sports rap back then. And on the air, I criticized Rosema for what he did. And I, all of a sudden, I get a phone call. It's Rosie from his hospital over at Henry Ford, from his hospital room, calling to say, I didn't try to, I didn't try to kick him in the groins. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a transistor radio, apparently, in for his something. hospital room. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it was the first time that I realized that you really do have an impact. You know, I mean, it really hit home. The People are listening. Uh, you yeah. always got to remember that. And and sometimes the subjects you're talking about are listening, too. So you got to be careful. Yeah. What, uh, if anything, uh, besides the obvious, you, you know, the, the, the fans and the people, but what small thing do you think you'll miss the most when you're not waking up and coming in here for a 9 a.m. start? You know, I think most people will think this is a little bit crazy, but I think you'll understand. I'm going to miss the preparation. I really am. Because when you're preparing for a show like you're doing now or anything else you do, a book, whatever, you're digging deep into getting the ultimate story. And that's what I've always loved doing as well, is getting, getting more information, trying to get info out there that's fresh and new and uh, from a different angle. I think you do that very well. And uh, I, I just, I think I'm really going to miss doing that. I do. Yeah. What's the plans there, Q? I mean, you know, you got to have some sort of a blueprint. Yeah. I just know I'm not going to be working, Chumley. So I'll be, I'll be golfing a lot. I know that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we just heard the plan. There it is. Here, hit it again. Here's the plan. 
There you go. There you go. Yeah, the that's what I'm talking about. Frank, uh, we'll miss hearing you. We'll miss seeing you. Uh, we know you'll be around, and, you know, this is a happy send-off, not, not the sad kind. But thank you for your service on the, uh, to the community, first and foremost. Broadcasters do serve the community. And uh, well, believe you've, me, a lot, been, you've helped a lot of charities and all that, and you've been a, a good voice and a, and, 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 a, and a strong voice for Detroit, too. And I know I speak for the Nick, whole— It's been a great honor, and uh, I've, I've tried to do it the, the right way. I know I'm not perfect, and I've done plenty of things wrong in my life, but uh, I, I really—I'm uh, proud of my career, and I'm, I'm thankful to everybody who touched it in any little way uh, along the route, and that includes all of you guys there, and I thank you for it because it's— uh, you know, without great colleagues like like you guys, uh, it's not the same either. And uh, you just you help to elevate the game of everybody, you know. And I, I appreciate that. Well, we'll be here. Don't be a stranger. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, and thanks for spending some time with us right here. My pleasure, and thank you for the uh, for the call and checking in on that. I really appreciate it. it. Means a lot, Mitch. Thank you, Frank Beckman, the great one here on 760 WJR.